I guess you just have to educate yourself. You have to be your own advocate, especially with like doctors and stuff like that. Like I love my doctor, but you know, I'm still not always 100% sure he's giving me the information because he's pushing something or because it's actually like the best information for me. Hello, people of the interwebs. I'm Tash Doherty and welcome to the Practical Guide to Pussyhood, a show about birth control, periods, and liberating yourself from the patriarchy. This week, my awesome work partner, Terilyn, met with Jenna in her home in Solano County, California. Jenna was taking care of her daughter, Skylar. So if you're wondering what those gurgling noises are, that's Skylar and Jenna occasionally patting her. Jenna ended up getting the pill first, and she made the best decision that she could have given the information that she had at the time. But the providers at Planned Parenthood did not instill in her possibly the most important thing about using birth control. And that is that the best form of birth control is the one that you will use correctly and consistently for the full amount of time that you want to not be pregnant. Correct and consistent use of birth control is the most important thing. And for Jenna, she ended up using birth control for seven years before she planned to have Skylar. Jenna knew that she did not want to get pregnant for a number of years, and so she got the Marina IUD. Jenna would have had to take the pill perfectly at the same single time every day, 1,825 times during those five years, in order to maintain the same level of effectiveness as having an IUD. And that also includes you can never run out of pills, you can never miss a day in terms of your monthly prescription and your refills, and you must stockpile all your pills before you go on vacation. So just like the other hormonal IUDs, the Marina is a small T-shaped device that goes in your uterus and it's inserted up through your vagina by a nurse practitioner or an OBGYN uh, woman's doctor. While the pills that Jenna took had estrogen and progestin in them, the hormonal IUD, the Marina, only has progestin. The IUD releases a hormone locally into the uterus at about 1 20th the amount of the pill and in terms of the amount of hormones that you're intaking. So now it's time to hear from Jenna. Jenna and I'm 25. I'm gonna be 26 next month. I had a pretty cookie cutter grow up life. My parents were together until I was 15 so we went on a lot of vacations and stuff like that. My mom and dad were going back and forth getting together and breaking up so I wanted to be in a stable place so I stayed like in high school and just lived with family in the area. We never really like struggled or anything like some people do like my parents had really good jobs. I started using birth control as a senior in high school when I started dating boys. Um, started dating my boyfriend, who I'm actually still with now. So I started out uh, taking the pill as a teenager. The first time I got birth control, I went to like Planned Parenthood because I didn't want to go through my normal doctor because I didn't want my parents to know at first. They just asked me what I wanted, why I wanted it, and they gave it to me. So I'm pretty cut and dry, nothing too dramatic. Like I'm not having sex at the moment, but maybe I might want to. I'm pretty honest, so I just kind of go with the truth and just... I didn't go in and be like, oh, you know, I have really heavy periods and I need it for that. I was just like, I might want to have sex. I don't think it was ever something that I was made to feel bad about. Like, I know some people, their parents are like, oh my God, you know, birth control, you shouldn't be having sex, blah, blah, blah. My parents were always very much like me, like how honest that I am and kind of just um, straight to the point. My mom was always just like, you know, if, if you want to have sex or you're thinking about having sex or even if you're just dating and you don't think you're going to have sex, then it's better to take it. 
I did know a lot of my friends that did have heavy periods and like would take it for that reason. So I think I kind of knew about it from like that standpoint too. But at some point along the way of growing older, you kind of learn that that's how you prevent getting pregnant if you're having sex. I don't know how well educated my mom was even on other forms of birth control for a teenager at least. I, I don't know. I don't really know what method she was using at the time. And, you know, upon getting the pill, like from Planned Parenthood or whatever like that, um, nobody ever really said, oh, well, what about this method or what about that? They just, like, I went in and said, okay, I want the pill and they just gave it to me. So there wasn't a whole lot of like discussion about it. It was basically an inconvenience. I mean, I'm not good at remembering to take like a multivitamin, let alone remembering to take that. So I think for like a, t- a short period of time, I would like set an alarm on my phone and like do things like that. Cause you're supposed to take it at the same time every day or however that works. It was basically just a pain because, you know, trying to remember to take it and then going, oh, I forgot to take it this morning. Let me take it tonight. And then obviously forgetting to take it. So it wasn't something that was super convenient. I mean, I think I was decently educated on how it worked, but I still thought, oh, if I skipped it yesterday and I take two, then I'll just double the doses and that, you know, that should be fine, but obviously not. So it really didn't work out for me in the end. I mean, it worked for a little while. I think I was taking a pill for maybe two years and it worked up until that point. But then after that, I just kind of realized that for me and remembering to take a pill every single day, just it wasn't going to work out. When I was just about to turn 19, I actually got pregnant from just not taking it correctly, forgetting to take it. Um, and then I actually, I had an abortion because I was, you know, scared of being pregnant. I didn't want to be pregnant. So that whole situation led me into like having an IUD, which is what I have now. Um, I had before I got pregnant with her and then that I had gotten put back in after I had her too, because I, it just worked so well for me. So that was like the main reason that I had gotten an IUD in the first place. I, I didn't want to go through that whole situation ever again. After the pill not working and then getting pregnant, having an abortion, things like that, I went through like kind of a really deep depression for about a year after that. I don't, I don't actually remember. No, I think it was actually pretty soon, like maybe a month or two after having the abortion that I actually had the IUD put in. Um, I went to my actual doctor and kind of told him my story and like what had happened to me because I had my abortion through Planned Parenthood also. I didn't go to my regular doctor for that. I believe he actually suggested or maybe I'd heard of the IUD, but I didn't have like a ton of information. And I chose the IUD because the one that I had lasts five years. You don't have to think about it. It's just inserted and you know, they just put it in. You don't think about it. You don't have to take anything. You don't have to remember to do anything. You don't feel it, things like that until you want to get pregnant or you want to have it taken out for any other kind of reason. Cause I didn't want to have to think about taking a pill and I didn't want the situation that I had just come out of to ever happen to me again. Yeah, I'd had my abortion a week before my 19th birthday, and so it was just a month or two after that. It definitely hurt. It was not, uh, it was not like, you know, fun or like a pleasurable experience. It was, it, it hurt, especially because I hadn't had a baby yet at that time. They say that that, that makes it worse because your cervix has never like done any kind of like movement or anything like that. So it definitely hurt. Like the nurse held my hand and stuff, and I was like, I don't know if I cussed, but I might have because I'm a cusser. I mean, now that I've been through childbirth, it definitely wasn't anything like that, but it was not fun. So they lay you back just like they're kind of doing like a pelvic exam for like a pap smear or something like that. Um, And they put it in like this little kind of inserter device type of thing. And they kind of just put it in and and you hear it kind of click and they insert it into your cervix. I guess I would say it's like a lot of pressure and some like some sharp pain for sure. Kind of like a really, really bad period cramp. And then, you know, like there is like some bleeding and stuff like that. But I mean, I have to say besides the pain, it was relatively easy and like simple. Like they just put it in and you put your legs back down and like, you know, it's not any more invasive, I don't think, than like a pap smear, which is something we all have to do anyways. I had and have the Mirena. It was like the little plastic white one. So like a very, very small amount of hormones. I honestly don't know a whole lot about that part, to be honest. 
So for the whole first five years that I had it um, before her, I didn't have a period, not one time. Like maybe for a couple of months after I got it put in, definitely some spotting like initially afterwards. And then for that whole five years, I didn't have a period. So that was great. That was wonderful. I loved that part. And then now that I've had it re-put back in again, I've had like one very, very light period and then nothing since then. So for me, I don't get periods. I know some women still do, but I can't say that that's a bad thing. Another thing is like during sex in the beginning when I first had it put in and then even after I had it put in this time, uh, my partner could kind of feel the strings a little bit like poking. Um, So that's something that I did have to go back in the first time and have them like retrimmed shorter. And then after that, that was fine. And then this time I'll probably have to have them trimmed again. I think that they leave them a little bit longer at first just to be safe, but that can kind of be an issue getting it on. (laughs) Yeah, right. Besides that, I guess over the last like six years, I don't know that it really changes my sex drive. I guess I'd have to have it out for like a pretty long period of time and not be pregnant at the time to to really know if it's making like a huge difference. But I don't really think so. I had it taken out in December of 2016. That was super easy, easier than anything else, really. I just went in, they took it right out, and six months later, I was pregnant. And then I got pregnant with her in June of 2017, and then she was born this April. So I didn't have, like, any problems getting pregnant after it or anything like that. It didn't affect that at all. And the whole process of, like, having it taken out was super, super easy, too. For me, I just, I kept it in, and then at a certain point, we kind of talked, and we're like, oh. I I wouldn't say that we were like let's have a baby like right this second but we were like we just actively stopped trying to prevent it and so six months later there we were so it was good it was it served its purpose that's exactly what I wanted it for I didn't want any unintentional pregnancies ever again and then I did I had one on purpose and now here we are so I had it uh, re-put back in at my I did a four week instead of six weeks postpartum um, appointment because I I just was feeling really good and so I wanted to get back into like exercising and moving around and doing stuff the whole abortion topic is so like controversial for a lot of people and even for me I I went through like a really bad depression afterwards because I did feel really bad and I did regret my decision if I had ever gotten pregnant again like being on the pill and I would have never gotten another abortion not ever but I didn't really want to be in that position like being pregnant with a baby that I didn't plan for or anything like that I always wanted my babies to be on purpose I was half planned. My mom, like me, had gotten an abortion as a teenager and then actively wanted to have a baby at a certain point. And my dad wasn't totally involved in that decision. I didn't feel super bad that I was like this accident. And like, I didn't have like a ton of hangups, but I definitely didn't want like my kids to ever be like, oh, I was an accident. Like people joke about it, but it's not actually very funny. Probably part of the problem is like people aren't very educated about it and they only pass down what they know, you know, onto their kids and try to help their daughters and stuff make the best choices that they can. But if you don't know much, then you just figure, hey you take the pill you won't get pregnant or you might that's like a huge responsibility and it's kind of an adult decision to make that you kind of have to make as a kid because great as it would be if we all waited to have sex until we were in love and all that stuff it's just not realistic at some point I actually knew my mom had an IUD so I think that actually might be how I came to ask questions about it was that she had it and she liked it and I believe she still has one to this day and so we both have them I don't think it's ever something we actually ever talk about besides me saying yeah I went to my four-week postpartum appointment and had my IUD back in and blah 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 and that was kind of it it's not something we ever really talk about 
I guess I would just say like to really do your research and to talk to other people who have, who have different things and ultimately there, there's so many options out there today you just have to make the best decision for you like I might love the IUD but maybe somebody else would like something better I guess you just have to educate yourself you have to be your own advocate especially with like doctors and stuff like that like I love my doctor but you know I'm still not always 100% sure he's giving me the information because he's pushing something or because it's actually like the best information for me for the most part he hasn't steered me wrong yet there's not always super great doctors out there sometimes they just tell you to do things because it's convenient or even sometimes they're miseducated i think half the time they don't keep up on like their facts and stuff so i don't think the pill is any better than a condom and condoms don't work nearly as much as birth control so just don't be scared of it like we're women we have to take care of ourselves and protect ourselves and speak up for ourselves like being scared or thinking that like birth control is some like taboo topic it's not going to help anybody. So I think just not being scared of it and realizing that it's a normal thing and that, you know, being on it, um, it protects you more than it hurts you, I think. So speak up for yourself. That's all. We all have to speak up for ourselves and be our own advocates. Unfortunately, like in Jenna's case, a lot of women today only end up switching to IUDs after they have an abortion. And that seems really unfair. You can ask basically any birth control researcher and they will tell you that most women are not perfect pill takers, which means that most women at some point forget to take the pill. And if you are not a perfect pill taker, then don't guilt trip yourself or make yourself feel bad about this if you do ever forget to take it because it happens to all of us. I myself was not a perfect pill taker after all. Using any birth control is a really great thing that you should feel awesome about because you're being responsible and you're putting yourself first. But if you do find that you're taking the pill and you're forgetting it a bunch of times, like Jenna did, then you owe it to yourself because you're awesome and you deserve to be doing all the amazing things in your life that you want to be doing. You owe it to yourself to find a birth control method that works for you and that you're going to be able to use correctly and consistently for as long as you want to not be pregnant. Once Jenna found the method that worked for her, in this case the Marina IUD, we see her using it really well to plan her pregnancy with her daughter Skylar. To really master birth control in the way that Jenna did, you want to find a method that works really well for you and then use this method until you want to get pregnant. And then when you want to get pregnant, then you stop using it. In this case, Jenna took out her IUD. And then you get pregnant, you have a baby, and then you get back on your birth control, basically immediately after you have your baby. By the way, when it comes to IUD strings, if you're worried about your partner feeling them during sex, just ask your doctors to cut them a little bit shorter when you're getting it inserted or when you're going for your checkup. And if your partner's still complaining, you can tell him politely to be grateful that you're using one of the most effective forms of birth control out there and that he's lucky to be with such an amazing woman like yourself. Thank you for joining us for this show. As always, if you have any feedback or want to get in touch with me, please DM me on Instagram. My handle is Tash R. Doherty. Or you can write me a little message and contact me at www.tashdoherty.com. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Lots of love. Bye.